In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we are going to talk all about this wonderful season. It's fall, it's autumn, it's leaf changing season right here in the Midwest. And right now we are soaking it all in. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Welcome to fall. Yes. And actually, you know, Stephanie, today, honestly, the day we're recording this feels like the first day of fall because honestly, I I mean, I I needed shorts yesterday. It was hot. It was warm. We've been, you know, wearing shorts to run in. So a few weeks later in the Midwest, we actually feel the fall after the calendar tells us it's fall. When was the solstice? Is it the solstice is September 21st? Yes. Okay, so we are three weeks into fall. <laughs> and we're finally feeling it. This was like, it was the first day. Yes. Really? I really do feel like it. And you know, I feel like fall is tricky in the Midwest because you either get a week or you get some days interspersed here and there, or sometimes you don't even get it at all. Like sometimes it just goes summer and winter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it it just depends. The leaves aren't really changing yet, which kind of makes me sad because I do so many activities with them, with the leaves, with my kids at school. And I don't know, I haven't even seen any red, yellow and orange. (laughs) But they're still green. (laughs) So that means that we haven't missed the opportunity. Right. So it could happen. Yes, it could happen. And you know what? I'm holding out. I think it probably will within the next week or two. Okay. I think that we're going to get some pretty solid color coming our way. I can't wait. So fall is all about new beginnings. It really is. It's that like turnover of the season of the crisp, cool air. It's the, you know, the start of school. Yeah, it's it's a new beginning. And it's also when that leaf changes. Yes. And when the leaves drop. Right. A reminder to let things go. Let things go. A reminder that uh, change can be beautiful. Yes. Yes. Change can be good. Change can completely overhaul you at times. You know, I think of fall as that new beginning, even more than the new years. You know, I know a lot of people set new goals and new plans in the new years. And honestly, in January, I'm a little cold. (laughs) (laughs) 
So <laughs> you're too cold to think. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't I don't love winter. I love Christmas and everything about it. And don't get me wrong. And we were gonna talk about that in future podcasts. We're gonna talk about a whole 5K that we created around Christmas. But as far as the winter season, it's not my favorite. I don't really like having to put on like warm socks and warm boots and have a coat and a hat and gloves and a scarf to get out the door. So January is not my time to be like, yes, I'm going to start something new. I just, I really wanted to be going into January with some really good habits that I can just continue because I'm, I've already created them in the fall, maybe. All right. So, so what do you love? about the fall. Oh, I do. So I love all the fall events that happen around our town. We have a little town down the road and they have a pumpkin festival. And I've been taking my kids there since they were babies and they have all kinds of pumpkin food and pumpkin activities and pumpkin crafts. And so that's something I really love doing. I love going apple picking with my family. They've been doing that since they were babies. You know, I love the memories around fall. Mm -hmm. I also love the pumpkin spice flavor. I love the pumpkin spice. I love pumpkin spice coffee, except I don't like Starbucks. Sorry, Starbucks. I don't like your pumpkin spice coffee. I like other people's pumpkin spice coffee. I actually like making my own. How do you make your own pumpkin spice coffee? Okay, so a pumpkin spice latte. So I actually just have pumpkin spice coffee and then I add a little pumpkin puree and then I'll take my almond milk and I will froth it in my blender with a little vanilla and cinnamon and then kind of add it to the pumpkin. Oh, this is good. It's delicious. I haven't done it yet this year. I've been waking up earlier, so I haven't had the time. I know I should wake up earlier, have the time, but I just haven't. So maybe that's tomorrow's. Maybe that's tomorrow's um activity. It should totally be tomorrow's activity. I'm yeah. going to show up at eight. Okay. Okay. And I'll have I, some pumpkin spice thank you. coffee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> and then, of course, I love pumpkin spice beer. Like, I love yeah. pumpkin beer. Yeah. So. I do, too. I like pumpkin beer. And I'm not a huge beer drinker, but the pumpkin beer, I'll take some of that. Okay. What do you love about fall? Okay, so you are all about the warm, fuzzy fall stuff. I like making a new calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My calendar I have put together on Publisher, and I've been tweaking it year after year. So, you know, I read The Power of Habit, and so I add in some habit goals in there. And then I read Badass Habits, and I added in some things from that book. And so I've been tweaking it every single season and the fall is when I print off a calendar for the entire school year. Okay. So my calendar has quotes every single month that I hand select to help motivate me throughout the year. And then it also has weekly pages where I put in my habit tracker, my mood tracker, my list that I need to do, friend and family adventures, which is so much fun to think about, all the habits and goals and things that I'm thinking about, my shopping list, all of that's right there. And then, of course, I print off a new book list so I can make a list of all of the books that I'm going to be reading for the year. So that is my... That's why you love fall. Yes. And I also love fall because uh, my favorite genre of book is ghost story. And I read all of the ghost stories in the month of October. Yes. Yes. And I tell all my students about the great ghost stories that are out there. And I'm like, 
on a scary scale of one to ten, this one is a six, but it's good. <laughs> so if you want a light scary, you get this one. Right. But if you want a good old keep you up all night kind of scary. Which I don't. You got to go with some Mary Downing Hahn. Okay. So there you go. So we have some book recommendations for you, too. Yep. That's what I love about fall. You also love sweaters, though. You're a sweater girl. Oh, I do. In fact, I wear sweaters in the summer, too, (laughs) because the air conditioning makes me cold. Right. But a good old cardigan sweater is fantastic in the fall. And my trick for getting a nice quality sweater is to purchase them at Talbot's. Okay, tips from Stephanie. Here we go. Yep. This is not a Laura tip, but this is this is like it's a good the, one. The one that Stephanie uses like every single year. I buy all of my things at Talbot's in August and in February. So I bought a hundred and fifty dollar sweater cardigan, really nice. For $20. Wow. Okay, that's a bargain. And so for those of you that don't have a Talbot's close, it doesn't matter. You just buy it all online. Okay. And you have that, they ship that stuff to you and it works out really well. And what are their return policies if you can't return a store? Just for our listeners out there. I believe that Talbot sends you a shipping label that you can ship back and return. Okay, Um, if it doesn't work. Yeah, but I also will take it to the store and they'll return anything that is shipped to me. They'll return at the store. And uh, sometimes I can drive to stores that are like in closer cities to return them that way too. Gotcha. You know, that fall is one of my favorite times of like clothing because I do love like a sweater Preferably a three-quarter sleeve because I tend to get hot. So if it's a three-quarter sleeve, it's a sweater, but still not like full-on like turtleneck keeping you warm. And then like jeans and Mm. sandals. Yes, because I love that kind of in-between where I don't need the boots and the socks and the warm wool socks to keep my feet warm. But I can wear the sandals, but have either the, the leggings or the jeans and then a sweater and oh. Oof, that's my that's my favorite outfit, really. Even though I, I really am a summer girl, but I am starting to, as I age, appreciate fall a bit more. So, All right. so happy fall, y'all. Happy fall. Talk recipes. Yes. I think it is really important to think about enjoying food flavors and also eating healthy at the same time. I agree. In this season, we can have some of the best flavors at a really high health level. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, you know, a lot of those uh, vegetables that are in season are really nutrient-dense. They are. And so they can be a great opportunity to get you all those vitamins and minerals and and also keep you full and be good for you. Yes. So I have this great squash soup recipe. I make it every single year. It has simple ingredients. It is curry. It has butternut squash. It has onions, apple, and chicken stock. That's all that's in it. A little bit of olive oil. 
And uh, the recipe is called Roasted Butternut Squash Soup and Curry Condiments. And it is on the foodnetwork.com website. So you can find it there, foodnetwork.com. It tastes like the consistency of the soup tastes like it has cream in it. It is so thick because of the butternut squash and it has no cream in it. It is so healthy for you. Yes. Isn't this the soup you made last Thanksgiving? Yes. And I may have eaten, I don't know, like three bowls, guys. It's so delicious. And I can tell you, yes, it tastes like there is heavy whipping cream in there. The consistency is like that. And I guess, I mean, it tastes, it's creamy and there's no cream in there. It's crazy. It's like a magic recipe. It is. It is totally crazy. In fact, I have compared it one year for Thanksgiving. I made the butternut squash soup without cream. And I made a sweet potato soup with cream. And you couldn't tell the difference. Wow. And so, guys, last year on Thanksgiving, I made this soup. And I told Laura, I had the best butternut squash soup. Just you wait. And she's like, yeah, whatever, Stephanie. And then she tried it. And it was so good. I was, I think I even took some home and had some like later. Oh my gosh. Oh guys, it's, I'm getting just the warm feeling just thinking about it right now. I'm like, oh, I think I actually think I have a butternut squash growing in my garden. Oh, that's fantastic. So we we could, we could make it. I I mean, I don't know how to tell when one's ripe. We're going to have to figure that out. I'm going to have to Google that how to know when to pick it. Right. Yeah. But I planted a plant back in the summer and there's an actual squash growing on it. That so is I fantastic. Yeah. So it may be ripe when the stem just falls off the vine. Okay. Like that might be it. Okay. Double check me. I will. On Google, but that might be the thing. Okay. So yeah. And, and fresh picked apples to go in the soup. It's the way to go. Okay. Ooh, I'm getting excited. Another recipe that we both love is this Southwestern acorn squash recipe. Yes. Oh, my gosh, guys. This is amazing. And it's so filling. It is filling. It is low in calories. And it is just really great. So the recipe is called Southwestern Stuffed Acorn Squash. You can find it on Eating Well, Southwestern Stuffed Acorn Squash. And it has... Uh, turkey sausage. It has acorn squash, black beans, cherry tomatoes, an onion, uh, some cumin, and some cheese with it. And it is fantastic. I love to make this and, you know, you split your squash in half and have some one evening and then take the rest for lunch, you know, the next day or take two and make two like lunches of something warm. Especially it's nice to have something warm. I like to eat a lot of salads for lunch at school, but when it's cold and dreary out with the fall weather, I like to have something I can pop in the microwave and be warm to kind of warm my insides when I'm having lunch at school. So this is a great thing to take that way and warm up the next day. And it's one of those that is that comfort food yes. without really the high heavy calories. Yeah. I mean, it is really good. Now, you got to like squash in order to like either of these recipes. Right. Other than that, I mean, if you like squash, these are some great, great, great dishes for you to try out. Now, you have a snack. I do. So now I I mentioned earlier that I am a pumpkin spice girl. I like the pumpkin spice coffee and I like the pumpkin spice beer. I have found 
basically it's a two ingredient or three if you want to add a few dark chocolate chips pumpkin muffin. And it is so simple and it's so easy because there's no eggs, there's no oil, there's no butter. All you do is you take a can of pumpkin. I like to get the the name brand or the organic. I think it tastes a little better, but you don't have to. And then just a box of your spice cake mix and the mix is dry. So you pour the mix and you pour the can of pumpkin in and it's kind of hard to mix together at first, but I like to get a good mixing arm going so that it kind of really mixes up well and gets kind of a little bit almost frothy because you're you're mixing so quickly and then put it into the muffin pan and bake it for 20 okay. minutes, 350. So this is interesting because as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about my days when I was a nutrition major. And we would take recipes and we would modify them and try out different things just to see what the ingredients would do. And one of the things we figured out, and probably everybody else already knew too, but we were learning it as we were in our labs, you can substitute fats like oil with uh, applesauce and pumpkin, and you're not going to lose all the flavor. Right. And it's still going to be moist. And so as you were talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah, she can totally do that. Add that can of pumpkin in mm-hmm. with the, the dry cake mix and it's going to work because the pumpkin's going to keep it moist and it's going to decrease the total amount of fat and calories that are in the pumpkin muffins. Right. So you're still going to have some of those processed foods, right? Yes. Yeah. But it's still a nice treat. It is. And it's healthier. Right. Than the alternative. Or, you know, making pumpkin muffins from scratch where you're going to add the butter and the sugar and all of that. So I like to do it and I will make it and it will make more than 12 muffins. It makes about 15. So, you know, you make a few more. And I'll have one or two with my eggs and my egg whites. And it's just enough sweetness that it kind of keeps that curbs, that feeling, that sensation to want to eat other sweets throughout the day. And I know that it's not as bad as some other choices I could have made at breakfast. I gotcha. Fantastic. And then you have this recipe that my daughter requests almost every single time she sees you, regardless of the season. Right. And I tell her, um, it's a fall recipe. (laughs) (laughs) So this is called a cranberry jalapeno dip. And it is, I found it on Pinterest, but the original recipe came from sparrowandlily.com. The night before, you're going to take some uncooked cranberries, some green onions, some jalapeno peppers, cilantro, sugar, a little bit of lemon juice and salt. Chop all that up. Let that marinate in itself. And then the next day, you're going to pour it over a block of cream cheese. And then you're going to use either crackers or celery or whatever you want to dip in that. And it's pretty amazing. It's got a little bit of kick from that jalapeno with that tartness of the cranberry. It is it is a winner. So the perfect dip for your celery. That's right. As we are balancing out uh, those tasty treats with healthy things as well. Uh, That is a great list of things just to try in this wonderful season. Of all the seasons, I think that autumn lends itself best for mindfulness. Oh, I agree. I just feel like the 
the colors changing on the trees and the trees letting their leaves go, knowing that they need to let go to grow bigger and to be stronger. I think that's just a visual reminder that that's what we may have to do too. Yes. So with all of this speaking of letting go, Stephanie, what do you want to let go this season? Do you have anything that you're thinking of? Yes. And I think that that I'm always thinking about every single day of my life is just making a better day than I had the day before. Like, how do I make this day the best day I've ever had today? Right? Yes. I may not be doing amazing things, but darn it, I just want to have the best day I can possibly get. So with that, I have to think about like, what is it that I love and what is it that I need less of? Oh, yes. I need less of busy. Okay. In my life, I think that we wear busy as a badge. Mm-hmm. When we're busy, then we're we're active and we're smart. And I feel like I'm doing all the mom things that I need to be doing. And I think that's too much for me. And so what one of the things that I'm letting go of is just feeling like I need to do things all the time, that I need to be going somewhere, be working on something, doing projects, and allow myself the opportunities to have a full day, a Saturday, a Sunday afternoon, where I don't have anything on my plans. And that's okay. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's okay if I totally slug through a day and not have much accomplished. Right. I think if you, I think you can slug through a day here and there and, and use that day to, to just recharge. So, because when you're, when you're going places and you're busy, you're not recharging, you're running on empty. Yeah. Yep. And I felt that way recently, especially with back to school and kids fully in all of their activities and uh, some of the additional work that I've taken on this fall. Um, yeah, I need to let go of the busy. Okay. Okay. So what are you going to let go of? You know, Stephanie, I, I think I want to let go of just feeling like there needs to be something done like around the house or, you know, making sure things are done. Because honestly, kind of like when the kids were little, like, you know, people told you that to let your house be dirty and to be present with your kids. And I kind of feel like, you know, I have a son who's a junior. And so we're a couple months into the school year. And so he may be gone in a couple years, you know, if he decides to go away for college. And so I think I just want to make sure that I'm letting go of trying to keep things clean or level in my house and just really making sure that when he's home that I'm connecting and now that they're teenagers and just making sure to connect and to to be present with them. And then soak it all in. Mm-hmm. So you, you can put those in the memories of the fondest times that you yes. that you were having as making your making tomorrow even better. That's right. With them. That's right. As we let go of things, we welcome things. What are you thinking about welcoming into your fall, into your new season? Oh, you know what? I think I want to just welcome in a couple new good books. 
I often find myself being um, more of a reader in the summertime because I have that time and I want to welcome, I want to welcome some more books this coming fall. I want to take some time either in the evenings or on the weekends and be able to dive into some of those. That sounds fantastic. I love me a good book. I know you do. So I want to welcome Strolls. We talked uh, last week or maybe the week before about neat time. Those are those times that you get a little bit of extra activity in. And one of the things that I want to do is just go for a stroll with my dog, with my husband, with my kids. Enjoy the season. Enjoy the air. And spend conscious time being with the people that I love, talking to them and enjoying the out of doors with them. So that's one of my things that I want to add to my fall. I think that sounds great. Laura, now it is time for our weekly homework. So I know that you think that we're going to ask you what you want to let go over what you're going to welcome <laughs> because that just seems the natural progression, but we're not. I'm thinking that when we were talking about that, you were probably thinking about your choices too. So if you think about those things, make sure you jot that down, but that is not your homework this week. We have something else for you. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun. So what we want you to do for your weekly homework in your notebook is find yourself some leaves. Now, if you are in a tropical location, if you are in a a place that doesn't have the fall season at the moment, you're just going to have to find yourself some green leaves and pluck a couple of them and do some leaf rubbings. Oh, yes. So what that looks like is you're going to take your leaf and you're going to put it behind the page in your notebook, right? And then you take a crayon and you can pull the paper off the crayon and put it on its side and just rub that crayon back and forth so that the veins of the leaf and the edges of the leaf come through your paper. And then once you get done with those leaf rubbings, you can write a poem around the edges of the leaf. You can write words to yourself about things that you want to remember this season. You could even do a leaf rubbing and fold it and make it into a card and share it with somebody that you want to share just a moment of thinking with. Oh, it's going to be fun. You get to be creative. Yes. So that is my challenge for you during this fall season. And in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You got this. Fit 40s, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 